the podcast series, Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms, that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans that have seen hope and risen above those adversities to become victorious, that now support and inspire others to do the same. And today we have got a rock star, inspirational, empowering mum, and her name is Natalie Robinson Bruner. Welcome to Victim to Victory. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here, Tracy. I'm excited to, to share my, my story with you. Um, and so uh, I'm just going to start off and just tell you a little bit about where it starts. Uh, so I got married to my college sweetheart and we had moved across the country, uh, really just sort of, you know, with his job going back and forth. And we started, okay, you know, like every romance starts, you know, you're in love and you're in you're just excited by the world and you kind of um, ignore some of the things that you should pay attention to. And as we got further across the country, we had started off in Miami, Florida, and then we moved um, slowly out west and ended up in um, New Mexico. And so we're out in New Mexico and that's when some of the, the red flags become some blaring issues. And with that, um, we have, I do apologize, he was sick. Um, a <laughs> guest star. Um, we some issues that, that we do. He woke up and came out here. Um, some issues where he really started to show me that he wasn't the person that I thought he was. And he began to um, become a little bit violent and abusive when it came to some of the financial issues that, that I went through. Um, abusive when it came to alcohol so he really began to abuse alcohol quite a bit and it was just one of those things where I, I couldn't believe that the situation had changed so much um we had situations where you know we've had to to call the cops we had to leave the house in um and sleep in our car you know you had mentioned homelessness and so a few nights we were you know sleeping in the car and we're talking about it's cold outside it's snowing so it's not the, the wow. best time to to be to be sleeping in a car um and it's not just with me like this one is the the younger one and so he just got here and didn't experience most of it but his older brother um he was there with me through all this and so he started to experiencing those things and it got to the point where he um kind of up and left. He said, I don't really want to be here anymore and left and moved across the country to another state um, because of his job. And when he moved, um, I didn't want my son to be with a father. And so I left my job and followed him to another state. And, and when we got there, he he really even more so showed that he did not want to be in this relationship. Um, began drinking even more, became even more violent. You know, um, you know, I went to my church, I went to friends that, that I had, you know, we had moved across the country, so I had no family out there. It was just kind of us all alone. And we just really, I was trying to, to make it work. So I was asking anybody for help, please, you know, help me, you know, whoever, you know, we were the counselors, whoever it was, please help. I, I just want this to, to work. I want our family to be whole. I want everybody to be happy. And it got to the point where I was actually pregnant with the, the second one that he stayed out again all night. And so I'm calling him, you know, 
because he drinks, I don't know if he's safe. I'm calling hospitals. I'm calling jails. I don't know where he is. Um, and about maybe the middle of the next day, I actually get a hold of him. And he tells me he's not coming back or he'll be back when he wants to be back. And so I actually go and check our bank account. And I saw that he had um, gotten a hotel for the night and not a, a cheap hotel. It was like quite a, an expensive hotel. But this time, you know, I'm not working like it's snowing outside because it's winter at the time. I don't have a proper coat, like all these things because we can't afford it. And so I stay inside because I can't go outside because I don't have a really coat. Um, and he's spending like $400 a night on a hotel. And so I'm like, you know, I don't have a winter coat, but you're spending this much on a um, hotel. And I was just like, you know, that was like a wake up call where it was like, oh, my gosh, like I saw all these signs, boom, 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 that you really didn't care. But I still tried. I still stayed. Went to, I can't even tell you how many counselors, marriage retreats, pastors, whoever would listen to, to try and fix things. And I, I got on a plane. I was about five months pregnant with my, my older son, who is um, on the spectrum. So he's autistic um, with no job. <laughs> And flew across the country back home to to try and rebuild my life and so you know i thankfully had a place to to go with my my parents and so came back here had um for a while was on you know public assistance trying to um get things back in order because you know unfortunately people don't want to hire someone that's very pregnant so <laughs> i didn't get a job at the time i know it's not right wow. so um I had to wait until, you know, my son was born and he was old enough to go into daycare, was able to to get a, a very good job right back into the field that I was in, even though I had gave it up for him and it had been like three years at this point and, you know, have been able to do that, started business, help out my community, really get back out there and get to the life that not only makes me happy, but makes me want to make other people happy in the world a better place. I know um, that's so important to you as well. I mean, we're chatting before the yeah. show and 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 everything that you do and the way you show up in media and in life and things like that, everything you actually do um, is, is helping the community. You can see your passion and you can see uh, just how much that you really are focused more than anything in being a change that the world needs. And we need that more than ever. And... I, I need to ask Natalie, and only if you're comfortable with sharing, what made you stay so long? Yeah, and so we were together about 10 years. And uh, a part of me, you know, before we got married, we had swore we're never getting divorced. Like, we understand the statistics and how people sort of, you know, kind of give up on relationships. And we didn't want to have our kids grow up without a mom and dad. And so I was like, I just wanted us to have, I guess that, sadly, that that, that fairy tale. Um, maybe I watched too many Disney movies as a kid, <laughs> but I, I wanted us to to have that family. You know, I grew up with both my mom and dad. I wanted my kids to grow up with both their mom and dad. I felt that it was something. I thought it was something that you know, if he had went and got the help that he needed, um, you know, stuff with the counselors, and then you know, there were phases, right? So there were times where. He was doing what he was supposed to be doing. He wasn't drinking. He was helping out. Um, and then, you know, something would happen in life because life happens. And he would go off the rail, you know, because uh, some of the, the tragedy in his own past. Uh, 
usually around the holidays, he always spiraled out of control. Mm -hmm. And so it would go back to, to being that situation where, you know, we're, you know, calling the cops. I don't really want to be around my friends because I don't want them to, to see things. Um, I kind of kept a lot to myself because I just didn't want people to, to know. It felt like a, a secret that mm -hmm. if people knew, they would judge me for it and they wouldn't think that, you know, that, you know, that I was smart or intelligent or any of those things um, because of this one aspect of, of my life. Definitely. No, no, I think that's just so relatable and especially with our victim to victory audience as well, because there's a lot of people that come from that, that trauma and it's kind of almost like a trauma bond because you can see the goodness in there, but when it's bad, it's bad. When it's good, it's good. And it just makes you think, well, I'll just keep, uh, you know, trying to fix them. I'll just keep trying to do this. And um, I'm so glad that you got on that plane at five months pregnant and threw, flew across the country. And uh, you are the, the powerful woman that you are today, changing the world. Now, where are you now? What are you doing now? What's your mindset and your life like now? I bet you it's contrastly different. Mm -hmm. It, it really is. So, um, I mean, now I, I work for a nonprofit. I'm a division director, so I oversee their, their youth yeah. programs, their, their economic development programs, and their health programs. Again, just trying to help women, help children. I don't know if I was, like, attracted to that particular organization. <laughs> um, just trying to make it better for people um, because of some of the work that I do there. They inspired me to, to start my own business. Um, I help out like in the community. I'm um, like on different leadership boards. Um, I help out our, our Head Start program. And so that's a free daycare for, for kids in the area. And so, yeah, it, it's very different. And I see it as where I, I guess I could have gone and should have gone if the, the situation was supportive and, and helpful, but wasn't able to because of it. Um, and so it, it's been a, a wonderful um definitely learning journey and you know this one here it's so funny <laughs> these two are part of the reason why i left i thought that i did not want them to see these patterns i didn't want to perpetuate this type of lifestyle and violence in the world and i wanted them to to see better and to be better definitely mm -hmm. and you're, you're, you're such yeah. a great role model yeah. as well and now if you are listening to this on podcast you need to jump on our youtube and check out natalie's little boy he's absolutely gorgeous he's sitting on his mum's knee playing with playing. her hair he looks so loved and happy and and what's your son's name there tonight this is aiden can you say hi hello? aiden would you like to say hello aiden can you say hi Hi. There we go. Hello. Yeah. There are lots of people watching you and listening to you right now, Aiden. <laughs> so um, you touched on uh, the free daycare. Can you share with us, is this a program that you led? So it's actually a, a federal program that um, is here at the, the U.S., in the U.S., where we have... Um, free child care from ages zero to five for those that are at 
um, a certain like income level. So usually below the federal poverty level. And they, they provide not just free daycare, but also, um, you know, some of the, the social work, we talk about some of the, the physical support that kids need, um, any sort of thing that the, the family needs. There's a, a strong parent component, you know, helping parents become better parents. And so it's kind of a, an all wraparound program that, that we have here in the U.S. throughout um, the country for individuals that need it. I think that is absolutely wonderful. And our stories, we have to wear them like a superhero cape and not an anchor. And I'm glad that you were vulnerable enough to share your story because I know that at the beginning of the show, you said you hadn't shared uh, some of this before. So I really thank you um, and our audience thanks you for your bravery sharing that as well, Natalie, because you are changing the world, um, especially in the space that you're working in. You've embraced your story, you've learned the lessons and you've you've battled through and now you've got two beautiful children to be a, a perfect role model for that we're going to be, you know, changing um, children from ground level up. So thank you very much for your time. And what kind of message would you like to leave our audience on tonight? Yeah, um, just that there's better out there. You deserve it. So go get it and help make it for somebody else. Thank you so much. And we will be sharing where to contact Natalie as well. Uh, if you want to get involved uh, with her, do business with her, connect with her and just simply follow her for a bit of inspiration. You will be totally blown away with the power this woman does. And I think she downplays it a lot too. I'm getting <laughs> the feeling, Natalie. Um, so I'm going to toot her horn for her because um, I don't know Natalie that well, but it sounds like she doesn't like to toot her own horn very often. So I think that uh, we'll be doing that for her. So thank you very much for being brave to share your story. I know that meant so much to you tonight and we'll be sharing where to connect with you. You are so appreciated as a world changer and, a, and an inspirer. And you can find the Victim to Victory podcast series on YouTube, Spotify, Apple and our Facebook group. So please subscribe, share and comment to be the change that the world needs. And let me leave you with a message of step into your story, figure out who you are and do it on purpose. Thank you very much, Natalie. And thanks for joining us, Aidan.